Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Mac and better than ever. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. It's opening night. We've got picks. We've got KOD. We have advice for the Heisman, and we have the richest brothers of all time. The hashtag crew is ready. Harry's here. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. So Mahomes has never been without Kelsey, but everything that Mahomes has accomplished, he has accomplished with Travis Kelsey. Living in the world, if Travis does not play, if you want us to take you as seriously as I want to take them, Detroit, a must win. It is an enormous story going into tonight's NFL season opener. Will he or won't he? Will Travis Kelsey play? We've had conflicting reports already this morning. First, we had Ed Werder tweeting that it looks less likely that the Travis Kelsey will be on the field tonight. Then, just moments ago, we had a report from Clark Hunt, who was described as the CEO of the Chiefs, but... He's the owner of the team at the end of the day. He said, I wouldn't bet against Travis Kelsey playing tonight. And I can't imagine any decision that takes place this weekend will have greater impact on the outcome of an opening game. Uh, Travis Kelsey actually moved this line two points, which is extremely rare for a player who's not a quarterback. Hembo's here. The hashtag crew is here. My buddy Harry Douglas is good enough to stick around for a while before he goes and gets ready for his radio show. So, Harry, let's talk about it. The impact of the – let's talk about Travis Kelsey like he's not playing, okay? Because I don't believe he's going to play, and I can't imagine that if he does, he'll be himself anyway. So my question is, can Patrick Mahomes – Without his security blanket, his overwhelming top weapon, can he still look like the best quarterback in football tonight? I believe he can because he's Patrick Mahomes. He's the best player in the National Football League for a reason. I also wouldn't count out the Kansas City Chiefs having the best head coach in the National Football League, Andy Reid. We know the mastermind that he is. And then when you look at his coaching tree and guys that has gotten their opportunity to become head coaches in this league because they learn under his stewardship and his mentorship, I should say. Uh, when you look at – I'm going to go with Noah Gray, who's mm-hmm. the backup tight end, Blake Bell. Yeah. Those two guys are going to have to step up if Travis Kelsey is not on the football field. Now you look into that wide receiver room. When you look at guys like Kadarius Toney, uh, Sky Moore, Justin Ross – all those guys are going to have to step up and make plays. I think the person who's going to have the biggest game for them receiving-wise is Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Mm. He is a guy that, you know, showed that promise last year in his first year with the Kansas City Chiefs, and he's a guy that can, you know, take the top off a little bit. He has a little size on him, and I think Patrick Mahomes is going to look for him frequently uh, throughout this game tonight. What do the numbers say, Hembo? The uh, over-under for MVS, by the way, is 42.5 receiving yards. That might be a decent play, obviously, especially if Travis Kelsey – is out. You know, I think we're talking about the Lions as if they're this like, sort of legit Super Bowl contender, and they might well be. But we should remember, the Chiefs are still the four-and-a-half-point home favorite in this game with a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback that rarely lose there. And last year in six games that Jared Goff played outside, he threw five touchdown passes. Like, this was a dome offense last season, so I think we should probably pump the brakes just a little bit on our Lions optimism for tonight. Well, I mean, just on the Goff thing, I always perceive the dome stat 
to be one that applies much more in December than it does the first week of September, right? I mean, I don't know exactly what the weather forecast is for Kansas City tonight, but I'm positive it's not 11 degrees and snowing. So I mean, how much of an impact that has, I don't know. The wind can have an impact. He's got the small hands. He's more fumble prone. Look, these are just... You asked me for the numbers. I'm giving you some numbers. Yeah. Generally speaking, I, I think if you can get the Chiefs at three and a half or four, that's probably the right play here. This was a six and a half point line. And like you mentioned, a tight end, there's no other tight end in the league that's going to move the line more than a point. Like Generally speaking, it's only a quarterback that can move the, the, the point spread at all. But we're still talking about a, a Mahomes uh, and Andy Reid-led offense. Yep. I think they're still going to be able to put up 30 on this line's defense, which is not by any stretch of world beating. Mahomes in his career on opening day, this will be his sixth season opener. In his five season openers, he's 5-0. and He's thrown 18 touchdowns and zero interceptions which speaks not only to how great he is, but to your point, to how great Andy Reid is anytime he has extra time. We've talked forever about Reid's records coming off of a bye. You give him extra time to prepare for a game, much less seven months to prepare for a game, he's obviously the best. Harry, uh, Andy Reid as the Chiefs head coach is 9-1 in their season openers, and they average 33 points a game <laughs> in those games, despite the fact that Travis Kelsey just injured himself. I have a hard time believing the Chiefs really stumbling here, given Andy Reid's track record and the fact that they're playing at home in this kind of atmosphere. We should by no means be counting out the favorites in this game. Yeah, and you look at the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs, they're still one of the best in the National Football League. I wouldn't count out the, the, the running backs that they have. Mm. Those, those guys are able to catch the football out of the backfield in the screen game, swing passes. So look for Patrick Mahomes to be able to get to ball, the ball to those guys in those regards. But also, you know, rushing the football. we got to look at the Detroit Lions and how bad they were defensively last year. We revamped their secondary, so I think they're going to be better in the past, defending the past. But I want to see, are they going to be able to stop the run? And when the Chiefs, uh, are, 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 when they have to run the football, they have been able to do so. We're going to find out a lot, I think, about the Lions tonight. And we don't have to find anything about uh, the Chiefs. They could lose this game tonight. They don't have their best defensive player. They may not have their second best offensive player. Uh, th- nothing changes tonight if they wind up looking like they miss those guys. We're going to find out a lot about the Lions, I think. If the Lions are going to be the team they think they're going to be, they play huge tonight. Doesn't mean they have to win, but they got to play a huge game. They lose this game 38-35. We're all good here. But if they get blown out tonight, then I think all of the air that has sort of been pumped into this same Detroit Lions Lion team. Yeah, all that. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a same old as a, as a, a touchy expression <laughs> for me because I understand, you know, that I, that's our team that feels that way sometimes. Well, the Lions are even worse when it comes to that historically. A lot of people are buying in in a big way in Detroit. Are you, Harry, buying in in a big way to the Lions? In a big way? Yeah, this I won't year. say a big way. No, I'm, do they I win am- the division? Yes, I have them winning the, uh, the division, but I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I do like a person I'm, I'm really interested to see tonight is Jameer Gibbs. I've been high on this young man since he was at Georgia Tech, and then when he transferred to Tech and went to Alabama. I want to see how Ben Johnson is going to be able to, you know, use him in dynamic ways to force Kansas City to, you know, figure out where he is on the football field when he's in the game. I, I actually, he's one of my running backs on my fantasy team. He's, for those who don't know, he was the 12th pick in the draft. Everyone was stunned when he went as early as he did to Detroit. I wasn't, or I, I was surprised, but I think it's a brilliant move. Yep. I think when you can get a dynamic running back, this is the time to get them, draft them, use them up, and then let them go. That's kind of the way the league works. I think he's going to be great. And I think that what happens to Jared Goff this year, how he winds up playing, is really one of the fascinating subplots of the season because both Jared Goff and Geno Smith last year kind of exploded out of the blue. I mean, the yep. Rams had to give away Jared Goff 
and lost a lot of picks as a result. It wound up working out for them because Stafford led them to a Super Bowl. But Jared Goff is still Jared Goff. We're talking about him as if the baseline from last year is what we should come to expect. I'm not so sure that's the case considering one year ago we were talking about him being a bridge quarterback to some unknown college quarterback, and now we're talking about him like he's a you know, sort of fringe all-pro guy. I'm not quite well, ready think, to go there yet. I think yet. what's different is, is the confidence, right? Being able to be traded to an organization and you feel like you're their guy. And they're loving on you. Something that we don't see with Dak frequently, right? With the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, Dan Campbell has come out and said that Jared Goff is our guy. He's embraced. He's loved the way he finished the season. So when you go into that, that, that next year with finishing the season the way you did in the manner that you did, you feel a lot more confident, especially you, when you have a top three, top four offensive line uh, to, to, to give you protection. Greeny reminding you that starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Harry, good enough to hang out here after we finish Get Up. And, of course, you'll hear him with Freddie Coleman, part of the new ESPN Radio lineman, uh, lineup, excuse me, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time every weekday here on ESPN Radio. Harry, if you see him, is definitely not a lineman. Uh, you are, but, but I said it earlier today. You have the build I wish I had. <laughs> because you look great in clothes. Like these huge guys, like like you're built like a clothes hanger. You literally are a hanger. I would hang my clothes on you. If you would just come to my house and just stand in my closet, I would hang my clothes on you and they would look great because you are just shoulders and then a straight line. And that is the best thing in the world to be when you're looking to wear clothes. Well, I was in Bristol, Connecticut yesterday and I got a hell of a workout in. I was in there about 7.30. What do you do? Give me, a, give, give me the rundown on the workout. I had two 75 on the bench. I repped it out for 10, 10 times. Greeny, I'm strong. I might be slim, but I'm strong as I 275. So that's, is that three plates? How many, what, what is 275? No, no, no. It's, uh, it's 245 plates and then a 25 on both sides. And then how many reps of that do you do? 10. How many, one time you do that? I mean, 10. One set of 10? Oh, no, yeah, like, yeah. So I build up, I build up the 275 and then. Oof, that feels like that a was, lot. That was the so, so I'm on your uh, pro football reference page, Harry. Uh-huh. And I see right here that uh, at the combine, you ran 451. Yep. So if you were to run that 40 today. What do you run it? I'm not trying. Do I don't, don't want to blow my hammy. Yeah. But, I mean, speed was you, – you were a speed guy, right? It I was, was, I was speed. Uh, a little bit of speed, but more short area quickness, mm. getting in and out of breaks, you know, get my channel out of, uh, over my toes so DBs couldn't break on routes. I, I was that type of guy. Yeah. Uh, my channel has never been over my toes. I had the best three-cone at, um, at the combine. Mm. Yeah, no. I, I was very good in the four-cone. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> uh, something else that you said that sort of made me think. You said you like the Lions to win their division, but not to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The AFC probably has six, seven, eight teams we could see going to the Super Bowl. How many does the NFC have? I'm going to go with three, in my opinion. That's it, just three. And I'm wow. looking at the Philadelphia Eagles, who right. won the division last year. Right. I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers, right. and I'm going to throw the Cowboys in there. If they're able to make plays in the big moments in which they have not been able to do the last two years. So we don't like anybody in the South. So New Orleans, no, right? You could not see Greeny, the I Saints. just gave you three. I'm saying that's it. But I'm just going through the other contenders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle. Seattle's a tricky one because I think they now have the Legion of Boom 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what they did with their secondary, if Jamal Adams can come back healthy and stay on the football field for a full season, Kenneth Walker, those running backs, if those guys can Gino stay healthy. for real? I mean, I, I like Geno. I like Geno. Geno too. had a phenomenal year. I don't think it was a one-off. Now, do I think it's it, – it, can it be to the magnitude of last year? It probably can because I like Jackson Smith and Jigba. 
but it's going to be hard to top what he uh, did in 2022. But I, I don't. I, I'm not going to put it. So Philly, out of the San Francisco, form. Dallas. That's it. Yeah. Hembo, you is, is would you add anyone? I'm I'm higher on Seattle than you are. I, I think Seattle has a chance to win win the West. People are not talking about them nearly enough. Last year they had rookie uh, tackles on both sides. They yep. should be better. JSN, in my judgment, was the best receiver in the entire class. The defense should be better too. But again, it comes down to did we see the actual Geno Smith or did he just have the best season of his career? Much like we asked with Jerry. Well, you Goff. talked about their defense last year. They they weren't a good run defense, but they brought back over Jaron Reed. Uh, who was once with the Seattle Seahawks at one point. They brought back Bobby Wagner, also Draymond Jones. He came over for the Denver Broncos. So they should be better from from a run-stopping perspective, uh, better than they were in 2022 for 2023. All right, we'll see how it winds up going. I appreciate you hanging out today. Thank you, Harry. Great fun this morning. We got to dance in Hembo's face. Can we we not, by the way? Can we what not? Can can we not? Dance? No, we like why, the dance. Why do no, no, no. we not do some the people love? Because, well, the people loving it is is immaterial. What what matters here is that I went away on my uh, child bonding time. I return and you desecrated my segment. Like what happened here <laughs> is a disgrace. <laughs> well, you got to come up with better questions. I have cultivated a vibe here since 2018. From the day we launched, get up. I return and you absolutely laid it to waste. Since Himbo has arrived back, mm-hmm. three and zero, I am. That's correct. Yeah. And today I didn't even cheat. Like, sometimes I sneak people the answer just because I like to upset Hembo. Today, I didn't. He got that one all the by himself. The integrity of the game is paramount. That was brutal. Uh, you're the man, Harry. Thank you. We'll see you later. See, and, and we will hear you later. Yep. Freddie Coleman, again, and with Harry, 3 to 7 this afternoon and every day. Freddie and Harry here on ESPN Radio, where we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. I will give you my season picks, including a few surprises along the way as we continue next on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply it's demon time on prize picks where you can now win up to 100 times your money that's right 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com slash greenberg and use code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. that's prizepicks.com slash greenberg code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. We need to start this season off with a wager. All right, Sunday night. The rivalry renewed. Giants-Cowboys uh, at MetLife Stadium is the opening Sunday night game of the season. And, you know, for a long time on this program, when we launched this, we were sort of an NFC East-based show because we had Hembo, who was the crazy Eagles fan, and we have uh, Bubba, who was the crazy Cowboys fan, and we had hashtag Nuno, who was a crazy fan of the New York Giants. And then Nuno left us to go produce the morning show, and, of course, is now producing the new morning show called Unsportsmanlike. But that doesn't mean we can't bring him back for a cameo and work out a wager for Sunday night's game between the Giants and Cowboys. Welcome back, Nuno. What is going on, my friend? How are you? Uh, I, 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 what, what do you think of him, Hembo? I think you look so svelte. You do look thin. How my much weight goodness. have you lost? I'm still on that 100. I think I, I can't get the last like 10 pounds off, but you know, I'm in the gym like five days a week anyway. So I think it's a, some muscle that is, that's what it's keeping the weight down a little. So, but you know, another 10 pounds, I'll be really happy. So what have you lost in total? A uh, hundred. hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, you've reached a good place when you're complaining about having too much muscle. Yeah. You lose the last 10 pounds. That, Very that's well right. Well, that's, that's the first thought I have when I look at you. I think, you know, the problem with that guy, he's got too much muscle. Uh, I missed you too. Okay. So anyway, you know, we love you and we want to set the stake. So here's what I suggested on the air yesterday. You got Bubba, the Cowboys, you got you, the Giants. And I said, the losing team, the losing fan has to just has to wear the jersey of the winning team on their own respective shows on Monday. But what came up is that your team is an underdog. What is the line on that game? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half points. So the question is, Nuno, do you need anything additional because your team is an underdog to make this fair? I would only say the other only caveat would be Bubba would have to do it for two shows since I, you know, we're on for four hours. So if I'm wearing that thing for four hours, I think Bubba needs to wear the giant jersey for two shows. I think that's fair. Yeah, Bubba, that 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 has been that has met with great satisfaction up here. What do you think? Uh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, which jersey, by the way? What, what giant jerseys do we have? I know we have the Cowboy jersey. What, yeah, what do you, do you I've, have I'm one in now? contact with a couple of Giants fans here. As of now, I have a uh, Saquon Barkley jersey that I will be uh, I mean, that's good. obtaining if necessary. Yeah, Nuno doesn't have any of his own. Yeah, well, some fan, this guy. That, no, but I like that. And, and you, of course, have the Dak one that you wore all last yeah, year. We got a couple ones for And him. the Parsons. You have C.D. Lamb? No, I no. The rest are kind of older ones. Des, the, the, yeah, Des and Witten and different things like that. Okay, so we have we have ample. You know what we could actually do is Nuno. You could actually wear a different Cowboys jersey for each hour of the show. So yeah. you could wear you could every hour change Cowboys jerseys. I will do that if uh, you know what. We'll do that, Bubba. If there's four jerseys, I will rotate the jerseys throughout uh, throughout the show. But we need, I think we need more stakes. 
Like, I think we need Bubba to have to also do something else in the event that the Giants win because three and a half, that's no, I mean, a, a three and a half point road favorite. Yeah. Vegas is telling us the Cowboys are a markedly better team. Nuno, how about like a hat? How about a beanie? How about a scarf? Do you have any other paraphernalia? How about like Bubba just smiles? Like, he has yeah. to wear, because like, he doesn't smile. Maybe like, for a playoff game. Too much to ask for. <laughs> yeah, what are we, let's not get crazy here. But the yeah, line I, isn't 10. I'm sure there's someone else has a hat or a. Yeah. I nice mean, little hat. Bubba, yeah, we'll do that, Bubba. A, a jersey, jersey and a hat, hat for two days. For two days. We need him decked out. I mean, that oh, is, yeah. that's pretty bad. I, if I have to wear a, jer- a Giants jersey and a Giants hat for two shows, well, here's I'm the just thing. sitting here. Face paint? No, well, uh, <laughs> your, your, your whole family are Giant fans, right? You married into a Giants family. You must have a yeah. scarf. Oh, yeah. We got all sorts of gear. I mean, all, uh-huh. we can get some of that up there. Oh, yeah. And well, you could, yeah, you could just got to get it up pretty soon. Got to be decked out. We just need someone no, to no, make a run. Uh, quick question, because this is a quandary that you'll face now that you're doing the, producing the morning show so this game's going to finish at like midnight right yeah and, uh-huh. and, and your your show goes will go on the air six hours later what's what's the plan for this season what's the plan here it's going to be a lot of you know saturday just sleeping and then uh you know a lot of after shows uh naps because i gotta get used to which Nuno's i can't do baseline is miserable and so <laughs> four hours of sleep after your team loses to go to work is like the like that's the worst combination of things for you yeah that's brutal but he might come in in the best mood in the world sure. one way or another the stakes are set we all feel good about mm-hmm. it i like it all i'm right. good I, I, like I accept everything else is good Nuno. you're happy you got the new crew there you got canty up there well yeah well uh canty might be a problem on monday you know he play, he was drafted by the cowboys you know he played for the giants won a super bowl for the giant for the giants but he's already told me like if the giants lose he's just gonna you know make my life even more miserable so <laughs> Yeah, because I, I, I don't get to hear the show because we are doing our show at the same time. Is he actively rooting heavily for the Cowboys in this game? No, he thinks he thinks the Cowboys are a disaster. He thinks they won't make the playoffs. Uh, you know, McCarthy will be fired. They should move on from Dak, that he's not a Super Bowl type of Super Bowl caliber uh, uh, quarterback. So wow. he's, he's not sold on. He doesn't have them making wow. the playoffs, so he's not sold on the Cowboys. That would be huge. That's a, I mean, the Cowboys are a playoff team in the How NFC. deep into the season would McCarthy make it before they might make the move to Dan Quinn if it's going south? I mean, Jerry Jones has rarely, if ever, done any midseason thing. I think, I think I, I look, he, he, had, he fired one coach like very, very, very late in I'll the season once. Well, he, he fired no, he, Jason Garrett midseason. Was it Jason? No, it was Wade Phillips. It was Jason. Wade Phillips. I mean, sorry, yeah, yeah Wade Phillips yeah. to get, no, that's right. that's the only to one, get to Jason Garrett. That's the only yeah. Jason Garrett. That was yeah. the only one. Mm-hmm. All right, that, I mean, that would be really something. Else. I will see. What do you think of that? I think the Cowboys have the best defense in football. I mean, that Dak Prescott in the offense can be average, and they should get to 10 or 11 wins in the NFC. I mean, Micah Parsons is a freak. They added Stephon Gilmore. Offensively, they added Brandon Cooks. Like, the roster, I actually think, is Mike McCarthy proof. Like, <laughs> and in some sense, Dak Prescott proof. This is... This is a really, really good team on paper, front to back. Let me ask you this question, Nuno. If I told you right now, everything else being absent, and, and you're, you're, even your fandom being absent, but you're just picking a, a player, I told you your quarterback for, for going forward, not just Sunday night, but I mean your quarterback, the quarterback of your team, could either be Dak Prescott or Daniel Jones for the next five years. Who would you take? You would take Dak. You would take Dak? Yes. He has shown more than Daniel Jones. I got a lot of people who are very high on Daniel Jones. Yeah. I, I got people riding the Daniel Jones bandwagon. Yeah, that's a Brian Dayball 
backing for me. I mean, because Daniel Jones' body of work was such that a year ago we thought they were going to move on. They brought like, Some people thought Terod Taylor was going to start games for them last year. I understand that. Right? But then what happens is that quarterbacks, a light goes on and they get good coaching mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they wind up being really good sure. players. Uh, that, that's a tale as old as time. The, the biggest mistake we make in the NFL these days is we give up on these guys so fast. The world gives up on players so fast. Sam Darnold is going to be is going to start a playoff game this year, and Sam, I'm telling you right now, Darnold's going to wind up playing in San Francisco this year, one way or another, and he's going to be great. By the way, the 49ers' love on Get Up this morning was outrageous. All four people picked them to go to the Super Bowl. That's crazy talk yeah, to me over the Eagles. Crazy, Cam. What do you think of that, Cam? Another Eagles fan. Hashtag Cam. All four: Woody, Kimberly. Dan Orlovsky and Harry all had San Francisco coming out of the NFC. Yeah, and none of them had the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's like, correct. I looked up on the topic bar. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> like, neither the Eagles or the Chiefs were in any of their picks. There was such uniformity that just because they just got Boso, who we knew they were going to have all along, now the 49ers are like going to sneak up on people like I don't know they're an amazing team but just to see like three out of four people pick them in the Super Bowl was ridiculous they're, they're not an amazing team you mind if I just do my 49ers bit here for a Go second ahead. oh boy so the 49ers now have after locking up Nick Bosa eight different players that rank in the top eight at their respective positions in contract sides an average per year mm-hmm. they haven't had a top 60 pick in either of the last two drafts right they, they gave away all those picks for Trey Lance they gave away four more picks for Christian McCaffrey they have plenty of high-end talent on their roster, but you don't win the Super Bowl with players 1 through 10 on your roster. You win the Super Bowl th- uh, with players 11 through 53. The roster is shallow. They have four question marks along the offensive line and, candidly, two question marks at quarterback. I-, I can absolutely not get behind San Francisco as a likely Super Bowl team based upon the deficiencies of the roster and the question mark at the most important position in the sport. So it sounds to me like what you're saying is that they cannot sustain injury, that there are certain teams in the league that are better suited to lose some of their most important players. Look, everybody has a player they can't lose. If, if you, t- you could take every single team that you like going to the Super Bowl this year and say you can take one guy off that team and they have no chance. Every team has that. But what you're saying is they can't afford to lose their fifth or sixth best player and overcome that, which many other contenders could. That's exactly what I'm saying. And when you couple that with the fact that Kyle Shanahan's quarterbacks always get hurt, I mean, his scheme is genius. But his scheme leaves his quarterbacks susceptible. We saw it in the NFC Championship game when they decided to block Hassan Reddick with a tight end and there went Brock Purdy's game and thus the game. This is a tale as old as time. Like Kyle Shanahan is great, great at his job. But the roster does not have the depth or quality that the mainstream media seems to think. And I'm not going to buy into this quarterback thing when... There's a, like when, when the Eagles have Jalen Hurts and the Cowboys have Dak, Pres- uh, Dak Prescott, and there's a lot of other high-quality quarterback play in the conference. I think we've just taken it too far. Well, I have Nuno here for a minute. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Nuno, who wins tonight? Yeah, Nuno's gone. Oh, he's gone? Yeah. We lost Nuno? Yeah, Bubba walked out too. I'm or did he deserted. just lose <laughs> so much more weight that we can't see him anymore? Yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, very slim and muscular, as we know. He's half the man he used to be. He literally is. Yeah. When we launched this radio show, he, he is now half the man that he was then. And we could joke around because I like to joke around about anything, but actually I'm thrilled for him. He's it's a impressive. lot healthier now, so I'm thrilled for him. What's that? It's impressive. He looks great. 
He's lost a hundred pounds. Yeah. And if you're what I'm about to say, I'm serious about. It. If you're six foot ten, losing a hundred pounds is one thing. How tall is Nuno? Not oh, tall. Not five, five, six. Four foot ten. No, he's not four. He's Stop like, that. See, here I am saying a he's nice like five, thing, six. and you're making fun. He's, he's closer not the, to four ten than five ten. Well, my, than six ten. I mean, <laughs> that, see, this is terrible, Bubba. What you and, and and Nuno just decided to leave the room in the middle of a conversation? Well, Nuno just was done. Yeah. I asked him a question. Why was well, he done? Why? I asked him. Cam had to jump on a mic and tell me that he was I, gone. I think Nuno just thought the conversation, his conversation was over. You guys transitioned to... <laughs> well, what kind of assumption was he's that? He's talking talk and, and other things, yeah. So. No, he's not on the show. He's not obligated to stay the whole time. But, but yeah. his, his show doesn't start now for another 20 hours. Oh, Why was he in such a hurry you know, to he's be? Gotta, he's got to be at the gym. Yeah. It's probably true. By the way, do you agree with my assessment on the Niners, or am I out on an island here? Like, well, is that a convincing argument? Here's the thing. I think a lot of us are taken by what we have seen from them in the playoffs. They're always so good in the playoffs. So what you're suggesting is it's not a safe bet to assume that they're going to get there and be healthy by the time they get there. That, that's a, a reasonably good one. What I would say is once they get to that scenario, if they get there, I just keep, I keep seeing that team win games. Yeah. They keep winning games against teams that you think they shouldn't beat, and they keep doing it. I mean, the, what have they been in the NFC Championship game? Three or four, four straight years? Three or four. Or three out of four. Yeah. Yeah, and there was that one year they didn't win any games because everybody got hurt like the second week of the season. Uh, and they're doing it with maybe another reason people get excited about it because they're doing it with what we all consider to be very average quarterback play in Jimmy Garoppolo and then last year with Mr. Irrelevant and whatever it is. And, and Damian Woody's bold prediction today was that Sam Darnold is going to wind up being the starting quarterback in the Super Bowl this I, year. I could, I could see Sam Darnold playing a huge role in that offense, even if Brock Purdy does not get hurt. Kyle Shanahan has been on the record for years liking Sam Darnold, and he's the perfect kind of Kyle Shanahan quarterback. Like, quick twitch, can run that RPO, can do all the stuff that Kyle Shanahan really likes. I, I could see a scenario in which Brock Purdy is just benched in favor of Sam Darnold fairly Look, early. Sam Darnold should be way better than Brock Purdy. Sam Darnold was the third pick in the draft. He is the guy that inspired the sucking for Sam. People were tanking for him once in his life. And Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. Every team in the league had six chances to draft him last year and passed on it. So no one thinks he's that good. All of a sudden, he is the guy that they can't lose with. I, 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 that doesn't strike me. As even it makes so, sense. even so, don't you think this sort of high wire act that the 49ers employ with quarterbacks is sort of a year-to-year risky proposition? I guess, but the NFL is more year-to-year than it's ever been. The Eagles are the best team, but no one ever, no one loses the Super Bowl and gets back. No one it's, loses the Super true. Bowl and goes back it's the true. following year. The Eagles are the best team. The Eagles should be in the Super Bowl this year from the NFC. Jalen Hurts should be at least as good, if not better, than he was, despite losing his offensive coordinator. But just with another year, I mean, look, a year ago we were talking about whether or not Jalen Hurts would prove he was worthy of being the starting That's quarterback. Right. Now we've anointed him one of the two or three best players in the league. But the difference in roster quality between the two is really what's most pronounced to me. Like, the Eagles, like, 1 through 53, are considerably better than the San Francisco 49ers, and in a four-and-a-half-month season, when the, when the league evolves so much and your roster uh, decays because of injury, that's what I'm going to count on. Well, I mean, that's why that Lance trade still, oh. regardless of how well Purdy winds up playing or Darnold, the Lance trade could wind up being something that kills them forever. The same thing is happening with the Rams right now. It paid off because they won the Super Bowl. But when you trade all of your first-round picks, you don't have the ability to regenerate your talent pool and your program 
with the cheap, high-quality players that you can accrue in the draft. Again, the Niners have not had one top 60 pick in the last two years. The McCaffrey and Lance trades have really, really gone a long way in reducing the overall quality of that roster. And McCaffrey might wind up having been worth it. Sure. Obviously, Lance will not. If he ever proves he can play, he's going to prove it for somebody else. All right, so we did not get to what I promised, but I will, I promise, next. All of my picks, I will give you all the division winners. I will give you all of the wild cards, and so will the hashtag crew. As we continue in a moment, this is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Greenie, the podcast. You can watch hashtag Greenie on the ESPN app. Just click on watch, look for hashtag Greenie and enjoy. The hashtag crew is around me. I've had my sandwich. I'm feeling good. I am a creature of habit. Every single day, as soon as we fit, now that we're back on the radio, we're going to be here with you every single day. Every single day, right as we finish get up, Brandon orders me the same sandwich. And then I either get the soup or don't get the soup, depending on what the soup of the day is. Today, I got the soup waiting for me. It's the minestrone, and that's going to be nice and hot when I open it in the next break. But I just ate my egg sandwich, and I'm happy as a clam. Well, if you don't mind me saying so, you're a hypocrite. What does that mean? You're, you're a hypocritical man. In what way? You have given me enormous grief yes. for eating dinner at 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. You can't eat lunch at 10 o'clock and also have that same criticism of me. Well, here's what it is. I now eat four meals a day. I've gone to four meals with this schedule because I eat my breakfast so early because we're doing that. Then I eat this to tide me over until after we finish the radio show. Then I go home and work out and I have some kind of snack and then I'm ready for dinner. That's fair, but you're giving no adjustment to how I live my life. No, your life is ridiculous and my life makes all the sense of the world. And in order to demonstrate that, one need only look at the shirts we are wearing today. You're wearing a short sleeve dress shirt like you're the manager of an Arby's. And I'm trying to understand that. That seems to be your look. And I'm not sure I, I fully understand it. I've yeah. always, if, if you were wearing a tie, 
right now, then you unquestionably should be working in a fast food restaurant. Today's a two for one special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, can, can we can we see Cam? Can we see the control room? Because Cam, I let me see Cam. Cam yeah. is also wearing a. Fi- yeah, see, like so. Cam is, is but Cam's one of is kind. No, his is not a dress shirt. His is like a, a leisure shirt. His yeah, is like a to, Hawaiian shirt. Trying to hang on it's to worse. summer. Here. He's at work. And he's got like a Jimmy Buffett kind of look going. All right, well, I've been promising my picks all day long, and I haven't gotten to them. Let's do it. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. All right, here we go. Why, are you, why did I miss? Because somehow we got to Arby's before you wound up doing the thing that you teased at 1010. <laughs> okay. That's true. I teased this 37 minutes ago. Here we go. All right, I'm now going to tell you who is going to win every division in the AFC. And then we are going to pause and we're going to let the members of the hashtag crew respond to that. And then we'll work our way through the rest of the entire NFL. My picks for division champions in the AFC are the Chiefs in the West. The Jaguars in the South. The Pittsburgh Steelers in the North. And the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets in the AFC East. I'll give you my wild cards too since they're already on the screen and then I will let the group weigh in. My wild cards in the AFC are Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Baltimore. Jets, Steelers, Jags, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Ravens are my seven AFC playoff teams. Bubba, your reaction? Well, I actually uh, had the exact same four division winners as you. You picked the Steelers. Yep, I picked the Steelers. Here I thought I'm going out on this crazy limb. I love Pittsburgh this year. Yeah, I'm feeling feeling And now that Bubba agrees with you, you know you're not? I may have to seriously reconsider. Uh, I don't know. Feeling good about that, and then people my- talk about Kenny Pickett like, like, like he was a, like he was a charity case. Like yeah. they did him he a also favor threw by drafting seven him. touchdowns and nine picks last year. Yeah, but he was a rookie. Last he was year. learning. Eli, All you right. ever watch Eli Manning play as a rookie? He led that team to two Super Bowls. That Kenny Pickett is going to be a good player. He just doesn't have the ceiling that some of the other stars do. But he has, he is more than good enough to be an excellent player. He's got a superstar in the making at receiver in George Pickens. I like it. Go ahead, Bubba. Yeah, and then wild card, I agree with you on Baltimore, but I changed for the other two. I went Miami and Cleveland. So you took Cincinnati out of the playoffs. I took Cincinnati and Buffalo. I mean, the AFC is impossible. There's so many, like we talked about the other day, there's so many good teams that are going to miss it. It's almost impossible to even pick. But, yeah, I took Buffalo out. I took Cincinnati out. I went Miami and Cleveland as the other so two. I took Miami out because I think if their quarterback plays the whole season, they're the best team. And I, But I just don't buy it. I mean, I just I just can't imagine we're going to see Tua for the entire year. And I hope I'm wrong because I'd like to see that kid have a career. If he winds up playing – if you told me right now that, that my, they, they would have him for the overwhelming majority of the season and he'd be healthy at the end, I think I would pick them to win the AFC, or at least I'd be right there. I just can't imagine it's going to happen. What do you disagree with vehemently? The only team that I think we need to mention here is the Chargers because Justin Herbert is a superstar and because he has a real offensive coordinator now in Kellen Moore. Don't be at all surprised if he throws for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns and they win 11 or 12. That was a tough one. They made it last year. But all honesty, when it came down to the last couple of picks, I I felt I needed to subscribe to the theory that every year a certain number of playoff teams turn over. Like, the league just never goes the way you expect it to. Cam, anything jump out to you? Anything you vehemently disagree with? Yeah, just the Steelers. I think people are a little too ahead of the game on. I think they'll be good in the next couple of years, but I think they're not there yet. Who wins that division? 
uh, Ravens, and then I had the Bengals as a wild card. The rest are Bills, Jags, Chiefs, and then I had the Jets and the Dolphins getting in as wild cards. I'll, I'll tell you what: the, the Steelers to win the division, you can get it five to one at some sports books. That's a really, really juicy number given how much love they're getting here. And I think most of it is actually on good ground. That team's going to win eleven or twelve games this year. I, I agree with you. What What did you jump out on? What What? what have any of my picks that you vehemently disagree with? Nothing vehement. I mean, this is going to be a, a conference for which whoever's quarterbacks are healthiest and play 15, 16, 17 games, wind up making it. We're going to have a glut of nine or like five or six teams that have nine or ten wins, and it's going to come down to tiebreakers at the end. So I only had two teams making the playoffs in the AFC that missed them a year ago, the Jets and Pittsburgh. So I had to have three in the NFC. I felt I needed to have five teams that didn't make it a year ago. So with that as my proviso, because I, I, I made some decisions based on that, here comes the NFC. I have the Eagles winning the East. I have the Packers winning the North. I have the Saints winning the South. I have San Francisco winning the West. My wild cards are Seattle, Dallas, and Detroit. So the teams that I do not have in the playoffs that a lot of other people will, a lot of people like the Giants. I took Minnesota out, and they obviously were the two seed a year ago. Those, I think, would be the two big decisions that I made there. The other team that didn't make it, that made it last year that would be out this time would be Tampa, and we all understand how bad they're about to be. I'm very intrigued by your pick to win the NFC North. I actually agree. I think the Packers are going to be a lot better than people think. What odds could I get on that? Like uh, like one and a half to one, I want okay, to say. Okay, so not much. No, it's, it's not nearly as, as wild as your Pittsburgh pick, but that's, that's the best team, I think, still. And if they can get, let's say, representative quarterback play from Jordan Love, it's a pretty loaded roster that really underachieved last year. I think that's the best bet. It's going to be the Packers and Lions division. I, I like your. I like how bold you are with Green Bay. What do you think, Bubba? I got Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta, San Francisco. Oof. Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta. Okay, Chicago. So you got you. You are. I, I couldn't take. Look, the Bears got to go from the worst yeah. team in the yeah. NFL. I think they will be vastly improved. I think they're heading in the right direction. Oof. That is just such going, a huge Yeah, going out on the jump. limb with a couple of them. There, I like yeah. the limb. Look, I like I, it. I don't think it's – what odds could you get on that? Yeah. I'll pull these up now. Okay, yeah, go I'll ahead, Bob. Like who are your one. wild cards? Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I went uh, Philly, Detroit, Minnesota. So, yeah, we did. The three teams in that division then making it. Everyone yep. but Green Bay. Exactly, yeah. So, Cam, quickly um, give me your picks, and then yep. we'll pause, and we'll come back with more. Eagles, Vikings, Falcons, Seahawks, Cowboys, Lions, 49ers. All right, we, we, we got crushed on time here, so I'll come back – dive a lot more deeply into some of these i'll also give you coaches of the year and offensive and defensive player of the year and all those things those are all as we continue here on espn radio thanks for listening to greenie the podcast you can listen live each weekday morning at 10 eastern on espn radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the espn app also catch greenie on get up weekday mornings at 8 on espn and also available wherever you get your podcast Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.